blessed rising soul family i hope that you feel well because you certainly deserve to in every moment okay if you don't know by now you are listening to the nude podcast hosted by yours truly my name is tyler riley and i am super grateful for your time energy effort presence and space thank you for gifting me with it thank you for showing up for yourselves and look I ain't even gonna hold you. I have an amazing guest to join me today. Her name is Carrie Olivia of Carrieism Speaks Podcast. She has her own website at carrieisms.co. All of this information will be in the show notes, by the way. But she is an amazing writer and self-love advocate. And we are gonna be talking today about observing collective energy and just how our personal journeys align with um, collective experiences. So without further ado, I ain't gonna hold you too long with this intro. Season three, episode three, Observing Collective Energy. Let's get into it, shall we? Hi, can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Oh my gosh, you sound great. Okay. Oh, yay. (laughs) This is so awesome. I know. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, thank you for being willing and open. I know that everything is everywhere with so many, (laughs) you know, responsibilities and just life. So I am super grateful that you took the time to be with me today. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor. It's an honor. How are you feeling first and foremost? To be honest, I'm a little tired right now. I had a long day day at work and then um, the retrograde got to me. had one of those shock moments where it was just like, did that just happen? And then I got home and then it was like, oh, it's the retrograde. And it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm oh like uh, back, to, back to normal. But otherwise, it's been pretty good um, so far, yeah. What about you? Good. Yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to lie to you either. I'm tired too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's been a lot of things happening, like I said, with just, you know, day jobs and trying to create still but also the retrograde the leo full moon oh my gosh yes it's just it's just been a lot but hopefully this conversation can kind of uplift us and give us a little bit of energy back for sure (laughs) yes yes definitely definitely want to make it a refreshing space so yeah thank you again we are just gonna jump right into it and i want to get started with just kind of talking about how we've crossed paths you know, mm-hmm. we connected um, via social media, and I just felt like our content was along the same lines. You know, we, we're on a similar path as far as really just caring about others, self-care, self-love, being an advocate for those things. And right. So I definitely don't want to take away from your introduction, but please let us know who Carrie is and just kind of why you felt compelled to work with me as well. Yes, definitely. We... We connected on Twitter and I just loved a lot of what you were saying because it definitely resonated with a lot of who I am becoming and my own personal journey. And I was like, wow, like every like tweet after tweet, I was like, wow, are we on the same wavelength? It was so amazing. (laughs) So I really I really loved that. And uh, for me, getting into this work, I was originally I started off. Uh, being a a creative I started off my creative journey in 2016 I think officially coming to the forefront I would say because I think I was always a creator in terms of my the way that I entered into being a creative was writing that was always my first love something that I wanted to be I've always wanted to be a writer first and then maybe an actress actress second but I really found 
my home with words. And that's what, that was something that I always pursued um, on and off. And then I decided to take it up a notch and to start um, a YouTube channel in 2016. And the first thing I ever said on the internet as Carryisms was, this is a social experiment because I, my default is to not say anything. It takes me a while to open up mm-hmm. um, to say anything in, in itself. So the fact that I'm on a podcast five years later or have my own podcast five years later is a miracle in itself because it's not, it's not my default. And all of this is just a practice in me coming out of my comfort zone. Uh, and then on that journey of being a YouTuber, I became a beauty influencer because mm-hmm. it felt like at the time it felt like the I don't want to say it was the easiest way but it was what I was absorbing and seeing at the time and it was for me to get my hands wet and to get into social media marketing and all of that stuff and then 2019 was when everything changed my life mm-hmm. as I knew it my life as I knew it really changed mm-hmm. there was uh a phrase from I, I'm going to paraphrase is not correct like it's not um word for word not in not correct but word for word Lala Delia in her book vibrate higher daily she was saying that for many people the gateway to their spiritual awakening is pain and that was something that was something that I really resonated with it was pain that kind of jolted me awake because I felt that I was on autopilot and just doing things or just reacting to things as they came instead mm. of uh, instead of being really mindful about my choices and and things like that. Uh, at the I think in the middle of 2019, I experienced a really rough breakup and it was the roughest one that I've ever experienced in my life. And it was I don't even think it. It was um, th- that's when I had like a really intimate relationship with grief and loss. And not only was I grieving the end of that relationship, but I think I was grieving the end of all of my relationships up to that date because I never really gave myself time to grieve and to lose things. Um, and and then all of my life epiphanies came into the forefront and my spiritual awakening happened and yeah, so that's where a very long-winded way of how I came into the work that I'm doing now. Um, it turned into me wanting to share my journey and hopefully find people who were on a similar journey. And I did, which has been really, really amazing. I love that. No, no worries about being long-winded. We want it. We want to hear your story. <laughs> we support it. Listen, I, I mean... I understand that you didn't um, initially feel like, you know, um, being on a podcast or even doing maybe as much as you do now with social media was like the original goal. But like, I just want Mm -hmm. to affirm that you are doing so great. Okay. Oh, thank you You so much. Everything looks amazing. You can tell that you're putting yourself in it. And I think that's, that's a beautiful journey. So thank you for just being open and open to the journey itself and just being vulnerable with others as you kind of share different pieces of it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. 
Of I really course. loved it. Of course. And you kind of beat me to the point of just talking about like the the why, right? I think sometimes um, this spiritual journey, I mean, th- there's always a trigger, at, at least mm-hmm. in, in my observation and experience, there's a trigger. And I definitely relate to the whole breakup scenario because I think that's kind of what got me into this journey fully as well. It was mm-hmm. like that, that was the moment that was like, hey, you got to wake up and see you know, the habits that you've been um, perpetuating, like the the beliefs that you've been perpetuating. And this is not like an attack on self, right? This is like, okay, you know, like we're, we're finally revealing ourselves to ourselves, if that makes sense, right? Right, absolutely, yes. <laughs> it, was, it was me, what I, I told someone this the other day was that this person through a very painful way introduced me to myself yes absolutely and it's so powerful right like we hate right. to we hate to admit it sometimes that somebody right. can have that ability but it's almost like we thank them for it as well because we wouldn't have been you know been propelled to enter a new space where we're taking better right. care of ourselves right right so and it's definitely and it's like I don't even think the person was aware because mm-hmm. we were both we're both we were both very unaware of what was happening but now now that i am more aware it helped me to understand that like hey this person through a very very painful reinforcement helped me to to come into my authenticity um not not so much uh becoming a new person but like really being introduced to who i've always been but i mm-hmm. because of society because of society's conditioning um, and all those things in terms of uh, being more in tune with your body, learning your sensations, always being, I've always been a sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I, I kind of, one, self-shamed myself, but also because of my surroundings, it was not normal to be mm-hmm. as sensitive as I was and coming into that in itself. Um, all of those things came crashing down at once at the end of the breakup. Mm. And I think that's where my my body was like overwhelmed with all the information that was happening. And I think it was translating through pain. Wow. Um, yeah. That is so powerful. Oh my goodness. It's, it's <laughs> so interesting because I mean, we don't want to endure pain. We really try to avoid no. it. You know? Yes. It's a human, it's human to do that. Very um, much. We, we do everything to dodge it. But the thing is in order to understand half of the things that are going on in your life, you have to go through the pain in order to understand the pain, to help someone with pain. You have to, you have to sit with yourself, sit, you know, like when, when people go through losses and we're there for them, um, we're literally holding space for them and sitting with them in their pain. So why is it, my question is, why is it socially okay for us to do that for others, but not for us to do that for ourselves? Right. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm all about like really establishing a trusting relationship with self kind of Mm -hmm. as you alluded to earlier you know there are there's programming there's societal expectations there are these different environments that you know Mm. kind of make us experience some shame for being everything that we are but when we when we create that separate space when we become aware and create that separate space to intentionally you know welcome love back into that experience of being Mm -hmm. everything we are then it's like yo like (laughs) It, it changes the trajectory. It, right. it allows us to walk in our power instead of moving through autopilot. I love it. Right. 
Right. Yeah. I love it so much. So this spiritual journey is definitely an ongoing thing. I don't even know if there's an actual destination, quote unquote, but it's a a continual discovery. So I feel like personally throughout 2020, you know, I felt like I was learning a lot about myself before 2020, but Mm. it was like that year just put so much more into perspective and it's interesting because it's like okay you you hit these new you know you get these new insights you hit these new levels you evolve and you think like okay I must be good now and then the universe Mm. be like actually I got something else it's a little (laughs) bit more put a little salt and pepper on that exactly exactly (laughs) yeah but but we love it you know we're thankful so Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I just want to take some time for us to really think about our personal growth in the last year specifically. Like, what has 2020 really taught you? What has it solidified? What has it um, helped you to, like, you know, overcome? Mm. If you could speak to that. I would say that everything that was happening to me in 2020 kept happening to me. I mean, everything that was happening to me in 2019 was happening to me in 2020 but it was just a lot of solidifying Mm. or confirming truths that I was coming into or beliefs that I was coming into Mm -hmm. um so it's like remember when I said that this is where it applies so uh, remember where that happened this is where it applies it was just more it was less more less of the epiphanies that were happening because that was crazy it was just like (laughs) you'd be doing regular things or like washing the dishes and you and epiphanies coming um that kept happening but I think it became a bit I became more open and more welcoming to it Mm -hmm. uh, because it it was something that was a part of um my my new journey on on my new spiritual journey so Mm -hmm. a lot of things that I was coming into awareness to was just being solidified and I saw things that happened in my life in 2020 Mm -hmm. it really helped helped to put things into perspective for example um, with COVID we've been dealing with a lot of loss Mm -hmm. Um, I've had to deal with uh, loss this year um, not this year, in 2020, mm-hmm. um, around the same time that I had to deal, I dealt with emotional loss in 2019. And then 2020, I dealt with physical loss. Wow. And the physical loss, I also dealt with a physical loss in 2019 too. So 2019 was a wild year. <laughs> mm. It was crazy. But 2020 really helped me to put everything into perspective where it was more, I was more in a fixed mindset in 2019 mm-hmm. and 2020, while I still allow myself to feel and I still miss the person that I lost and, and things like that, it helped me to really understand the process from getting to why did this happen to I understand and I'm grateful was mm-hmm. shorter, was shorter. Wow. Um, and that was powerful in itself because uh with my fixed mindset at the time I was like the world I can do anything that I want and that's not exactly how the world works is that mm-hmm. you you have to work with the universe and the universe will work with you absolutely um, and that was something that I did not have an awareness of I was like if I wanted something to happen a certain way I'm gonna do everything within my power to make sure it happens and the universe doesn't really work that way 
Um, we have to learn how to op- be open to things not always turning out the way that we wanted to because life is temporary. Everything in our yeah. life is temporary. The good stuff, the bad stuff, it's all temporary. And that's mm-hmm. something that I quickly had to come into an understanding with in 2019. And then it helped me with the losses that I had to deal with in 2020. Um, so yeah, definitely learning how to cherish nothing that we experience is off, off the riff or off the wall. It's always, it may be, it may be just a word in the page of your book, but it still counts, you know? And that's how I see everything that I experience now is everything is a part of the book that is you. When wow. that's that's kind of how I, I look at it now. So when I when I dealt with the loss in 2020, mm-hmm. I was devastated and I still am de- working through that. But also I learned very quickly that the person that was in my life, I I had so much. I learned so much from this person and I was so grateful to have crossed paths with this person. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I was also grateful for the emotional losses that I had with, even when relationships end in our lives, Mm -hmm. um, they still, they still matter because they help to shape you to who, into who you are today. So just to cherish the moments that you have and understand that, uh, things happen for as long as time allows it, not for as long as you want it forever. Forever is like, it's not a, it's not a realistic concept because things are temporary and, and you have to remember that life is moving just as you are moving, just as the earth is moving. So, yeah. Wow. (laughs) No, that is so profound. I'm so thankful that you shared that because literally as you were talking, I'm like, yep. Like, I'm like, like, wow. And I I do want to hold space to just say that I am sorry about the losses because I do understand you know the severity of that experience you know Mm. on these journeys of course um on these journeys you know as we do realize that everything is pretty temporary that doesn't mean that those feelings that are associated with that loss go away right that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that we aren't upset and crying about it still you know that's totally Mm. totally fine and totally fair but I am also glad that you see, you know, the the gratitude part of it as well. And I just, mm. I want you to walk in that power continuously. And I think that's, that's just beautiful because man, the things I didn't try yeah. to control in 2020. I, right, <laughs> right. And that's the thing, like with energy, everything is energy, right? Yeah. So that was, there was something I, that, uh, you know that phrase that Albert Einstein said that energy is neither created nor destroyed mm-hmm. is transformed mm-hmm. and that's literally how life is like when relationships end they they serve their assignment and their purpose mm-hmm. and then you take them as a lesson with you to carry for the rest of your life when the people that are in our life leave us either emotionally or physically Mm -hmm. they do they still leave a part of themselves with us they're still with us just not in the ways not in the tangible ways that we want them to um and that's something that i had to learn that everything transforms into something different um and that's constantly happening no matter what you know yeah talk about a shift just like 
I love and that, that was big because yeah. <laughs> my ego my ego at the time did not want to deal with that mm. it was like it was like no 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 like things happen the way I, I want them to happen and they're gonna happen that way and I, Yo, I, yeah. I think that was I think that was a big part of the pain for me was just breaking out of that mindset mm-hmm. it's like no things happen for as long as time allows it and when it's done uh, we get to feel the pain of that and we get to feel the hurt of that because we're still in our human bodies and we still have to experience those losses as they come. But there's something really beautiful in accepting and learning that energy transforms, everything transforms. Mm-hmm. Nothing really stays the same. That so. is really, yes, a word. Thank you, Carrie, for real. <laughs> like, Thank you, are, you for you helping me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Absolutely. So I know that, you know, working through those tough emotions can be difficult, but it can also be empowering to see that you were able to show up for yourself and support yourself through those tough moments, right? Absolutely. Um, just being able to be vulnerable with myself and not resist the tears as they come and learning, mm-hmm. learning that, even as I'm moving on in my life, I'm still missing the people that may not have been the best for me. I'm mm-hmm. still missing. I'm still missing the people that I may not have been the best for at that time because it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I I still I still can't. I still am going through the process of gr- grieving and loss. That's something that is always happening in our lives. We just learn to manage. Very um, true. We, we just learn to make the best of it and to keep going. Um, and that's something that's constantly happening. The only thing that is constant right now in our lives is change. And I think, I think COVID definitely 2020 in itself mm-hmm. definitely helped to solidify that. Oh, for the, sure. Yeah. For the sure. Only const, the only constant is change. And we have to learn to adapt to that. And being a person that is a habit of creature, and I'm a very cautious person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really like to take, and I really do take my time with everything that I do, relationships, everything. Mm -hmm. That was something that's really hard for me. It's still something that I'm working through and processing. Um, because I, I, when I get like comfortable with something, I like to like put 10 toes down and I'm like, okay, I can rest for a bit, but like life is really not that way. You have to learn how to keep adapting. And I think that's something that was happening on a global level and getting to see that has been really interesting. Yes. Um, yes. For sure. Like, um, I think learning to surrender might be like my lifelong lesson or something. <laughs> yes. Like 2020 yes. really was like, yo, the more you try to control, the more this is going to hurt. Okay. So I need mm-hmm. you to like... It's like, I need you to like chill out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Easier said than done because of course, human beings like for things to make sense. They like routine. We like, um, you know, we like to just know the answer. And sometimes being adaptable means you don't really know the answer. You're just kind of switching up for the moment until an answer reveals itself. And that can be a little uh, nerve wracking to say the least, (laughs) but it's all good. It's all good. Um, I definitely feel like change just, being able to kind of lean into being adaptable is something that was a challenge for us all collectively. Um, I know that we endured our own personal struggles throughout the year, but I'm curious to know what did you observe from the collective and maybe how did that 
influence your own personal experience, if at all. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of what happened to me on an individual level, it was fascinating to see that it was also happening on a global level. Mm -hmm. So in a way, I was kind of prepared. um, I guess I would say spiritually, I was spiritually prepared for what was happening Mm -hmm. because I was already learning about adjusting to change and adapting but it didn't make the process any easier there was still a lot of adjustment that I had to do um because even being a homebody there was still that adjustment of I can't even go out to be by myself or to hang out or to take myself on a date or something so Mm -hmm. that was a struggle uh and to see how everyone was coming how everyone was dealing with the change or dealing with uncertainty in itself and I think that COVID was the surface of what was happening but what was really happening was dealing with uncertainty and change Mm. and your life changing right before your eyes Um, Mm -hmm. the amount of losses that happened the amount of grief that we've been going through that in itself was definitely something to note because it was something that I also had to deal with my within myself um seeing how in, more introspective people were becoming mm-hmm. and reflective seeing how mental health definitely made um more way into people's consciousness mm-hmm. and to social commentary was beautiful to see um that was really beautiful to see for sure um and just people being being more having more space for things being what it is like you know you know the the like when you when you talk to friends and sometimes you ghost or you sometimes you you got to like disappear for a little bit to deal with you or to recharge mm-hmm. and then you come back into the fold uh that becoming a normal thing because everyone was dealing with it um and it felt more like a community and less like the world because mm-hmm. everyone was dealing with it. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting to see. I'd never in all of my years, I don't think anyone has seen something where the entire world was affected. Like every right. single country was affected by this. Mm-hmm. And to see how each country was dealing with it in their own ways. And... um the and and what was so crazy and so fascinating and also so beautiful was that to see the importance of you know the little things like family connection mm-hmm. um human interaction like how important those things were that definitely was very beautiful to see there Absolutely. was just a lot there was just a lot um and unfortunately so many so many things also like um truths being revealed mm-hmm. you know many people with their own relationships and stuff you'd see on so many headlines this person decided to split or this person you know all of that um all of the you know i think a baby boom might have happened <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'm gonna have to see about that because i'm i'm curious like right yeah. I'm like everybody's at home, so what's going on? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, definitely. So it, just, just to see that 
we are so we are not alone yeah that was the biggest thing like in the middle of like having to physically be separate you're still connected isn't that a lesson I love it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know of course I don't love the the negative part associated with this whole thing happening but you know it's it's definitely been a teacher I mean for me personally I kind of endured a space of feeling very alone and then feeling very connected and that was just like very contradictory like Mm. (laughs) you know it was like sometimes I was feeling like okay like people need me I need people we need each other this is Mm. great this is beautiful and then it was like okay but I'm alone though so Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um no I think that's right nail on the head um a lot of changes were happening at the same time just trying to figure out how to almost like get back to our humanity because I feel like a lot of us were on autopilot a lot of us were just following these systems Mm -hmm. and believing certain things to be true not only about ourselves but but about but about excuse me this world that we're living in and I'm just like to see that kind of be debunked is like great and cool but it's also like what the heck because we have to build something new you know right Right. yes (laughs) Yes. And I think that's where the, the individual work might come into play because individually working on ourselves, working on, you know, creating an, a vision for what we want to experience, what we want to see in this world, in turn, I think definitely contributes to the collective experience. Mm. What do you what do you think about that? What do you think about what we do individually um, possibly having an impact on the collective? I absolutely agree with that. I think that what happened this year definitely introduced our relationship with ourselves mm-hmm. and our relationship with the people that we interact with and the different levels that we do interact with. Um, we do interact. Uh, I think that the biggest change that the biggest benefit and change at the same time that we can do to influence our collective, our collective is to change within ourselves because we are so interconnected Mm -hmm. like this COVID was was one of the ways and 2020 was one of the ways that definitely taught us that that we are way more interconnected than we think we are Mm -hmm. Um, and not just as as a country or anything like that as human beings yeah we are very interconnected and that is something that I think I hope will continue to be reinforced um and that something it started with one person one person got this virus and now the entire world has it it started with one person um and to also to see that it can also be on the flip side something positive too in that way that one person can can affect change in in that way in a positive way you know i love that you brought it to that yeah right because (laughs) There's this, I, I don't know who said it, uh, but I saw this quote the other day on Instagram. I was saying that we have ancestral trauma, but we also have ancestral wisdom. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our life is filled with so much of like a lot of our life. I, I've, I've been looking at it more and more like a, a, a coin. What Sometimes we see one side of the coin, one side of the surface. And, and then we forget that there's a whole other side going on 
Mm-hmm. So as much as there is light, there is darkness. But as much as there is darkness, there is light too. Oh my gosh. Yes, Carrie. Thank <laughs> you. Like that is what I'm saying. <laughs> right. So as crazy as this whole situation has been, one person affected almost everybody on the globe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that could be that could be that could also be in a positive way too. That one person can one person can affect change for their family their friends and then it could be for their community then it could be for their city their state their province then it could be for their country then their continent and then eventually the globe and looking at it from that lens like who can you who can you affect change around the most who can you affect the most yourself Mm -hmm. so really work on that relationship with yourself and build on yourself and work on yourself and uh spread love as much as you can with yourself and then it'll be easier to spread love with the people that you come into contact with and that's been something I think that's an ongoing journey and I think that 2020 definitely helped to for me I can say it helped for me to it helped me to reinforce that for myself I love that and I mean energy we, we we spoke on energy being a real thing but like that energetic field, our aura mm. um, is is also visible, right? So like when we are putting in that work, whatever that work looks like mm. on, you know, feeling good, doing good, things of that nature. Right. Even if we don't directly say something to someone to spark that change in a moment, it could just be our aura, our energy of, for that day. It could be mm. the way that we walk, the way that we operate. Like you, you can just see it in somebody's movement, you know? So mm. I just think that it's, it's so powerful. And I'm personally dedicated. I know you are. T- Hello? Oh. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, continuing to do the work. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a journey. It's, it's ever evolving. It is continual, but mm. it's a beautiful one. It definitely is. So thank right. you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm curious to know just kind of the ways that you plan to work on yourself. Of course, as much as you're comfortable with sharing, just the, the things that you have set up for 2021, what are you focused on? What are your goals? How do you think that you plan to um, pour into yourself? And of course, as a result, pour into the collective. So the biggest thing for me lately has been um, I have a type A personality. So perfectionism is something that I have been working through, mm-hmm. definitely working through. And I have been telling myself to go at your own pace, Carrie, and be okay with the pace that you're going at. Like, don't let anybody dictate your pace. It's okay if you can, it's okay for you to dictate how fast or how slow you're going at things. Um, It's okay for you to give yourself grace for imperfection and mistakes because you're human and that's what learning is, that's what life is made of, learning. Mm -hmm. Um, It's okay for you to manage your expectations. Uh, It's okay for you to, you've already already done it and you're going to keep doing it so many times. So it's okay for you to, to start again absolutely start from scratch um you've already come from the bottom and you and you are rebuilding your way up there's nothing that you cannot overcome you've overcome so much already um but for me I think going at my own pace and being okay at the pace I'm going at 
Yes. Removing that judgment, right? Right. Like how fast you got to go and right. <laughs> how yes. you got to get there because you're guided the whole time, right? Right. And there and there's so many different signs to show you, so many little signs that sometimes we don't always pick up on. And this journey helped me to like be more in tune with all of it. Wow. Um, just the littlest things. Um I, I find more appreciation for it. And that has been a blessing in itself because looking back, I, I let so much stuff pass me by. <laughs> mm. So now it's just like, you have your intentions and you have your focus and, and anything that is yours is already yours. You don't have to chase it down. You don't have to fight for it. Um, as long as you do the work and you pace yourself and go at the pace that you're okay with. It's okay to go at right. the pace that you're okay with. Right. Listening to the body about that pace too. Like, right. We be trying to go 10,000 miles an hour sometimes. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. listen, you're going to miss something. If you go that fast, let's, let's slow it down just a little right. bit. I love that. And just being able to honor your path. It's not going to look like anyone else's, you know, it's very right. intentional. It's very for you. So I love that. You definitely that is so powerful that you said it's no, no one's path is your path. Absolutely. And And I mean, it's easy to compare human beings. We do this, but (laughs) yeah, you know, we, we just want to reaffirm that, you know, our journey, our personal journey is definitely powerful and -hmm. it's intentional. So it's okay if it doesn't look like the next person's. Right. And we're all experiencing the world in very different because we're all, we all have different life experiences. We're experiencing the world with our own, our own custom made view. You know, we, mm-hmm. we have our own VIP seat <laughs> yes. in terms of like how we're viewing the world. And Absolutely. that's where a lot of communication comes in and, and, and things like that. Um, communication is the language that we use to help to understand each other a bit better. But I think people only think of it in terms of language, but it also comes in terms of like energy. It comes in terms of intimacy and all those things. It, it comes in, ter- in terms of interactions. Um, yes just being really intentional about all of that um a lot of those things I took for granted I was on autopilot so I didn't have the time I was also in survival mode so I didn't have the time to take all of that in Um, Mm and I'm learning to do that now so I think the greatest thing that we can do for the collective is to work on our mindsets Um, um if we're if we have fixed mindsets do do the work to try to expand it as much as possible and and understand that this is a lifelong process the people who are going to be for you will they will understand your journey or they they will show love for you in your journey and it'll give you more courage to do the same for other people too um, absolutely and I then love it goes on and on and on <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you oh no 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 worries <laughs> Um, no, I love it. And I know that like you and I are definitely dedicated to just this journey and our healing and just making sure that we're contributing, you know, essentially serving through our purpose, right? Absolutely. I would definitely recommend going inward, not in a pretentious way, not in a like superior type of yes <laughs> thank you for <laughs> let's, saying let's that. Make that differentiation you know <laughs> thank you so much for saying that because we're all we're all looking at this world differently and no path yeah. no path is higher or less than it's it's it's, it's all an even playing field you know 
mm-hmm. there's some way for us to connect. There's some, we're interconnected. There's some way for all of us to connect. Absolutely. Like, right. go I love go that you inward. said that, Tyler. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. You know, just to go inward eventually means you're also helping others as well, but you have to be able to understand where you are. You have to be able to surrender to your path. You know, you have to be able to make those mindset shifts so that we can collectively make those mindset shifts and make this experience so much more empowering and liberating Mm -hmm. than it is, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm all for it. I'm glad we're here doing the work. And you already know, like, I'm here to support you 1000%. Thank you, Tyler. (laughs) Absolutely. I have the same, the same sentiment is mutual, like, whatever it is, because we are in this together. We are doing this together. And two is better than one. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, no, certainly. I, I remember at the beginning of this whole thing, like, just thinking I had to do this by myself. And I'm like, who do you think you are? Stop it. You can do this with people. Like, right. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so no, I, I just think that this, this self spiritual journey of like discovery and healing, I feel like it's so necessary. And instead of, I mean, think about it, you know, the reason it affects the collective is because when we all move on autopilot, we don't, we don't question, you know, certain things or mm-hmm. we just kind of, we just aren't living as fully as we could be. And I just, I want that for all of us so much. And that's why I started this platform. Like I want us to be able to embrace everything we are, Mm -hmm. heal those things that aren't really working out for us so that we can heal each other. Mm -hmm. And let's just do it, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. So I have have a question for you, Tyler. Yes. So in what ways have you, in what ways have you, um dealt with 20 2020 in that in what ways are you the same and what ways are you different okay so I'm sorry you said what was I um how did you I guess I would say hmm, what was your experience but that that would be too too vague of a question in what ways are you the same um from 2020 uh versus now in what ways are you different yeah, so um, that is a great question. Let me see. I would say that I'm probably the same in, be, in that I'm just, I'm very sensitive. I feel with my whole body, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, let's go with that. Let's go with, I'm very sensitive and I feel with my whole body. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still that and I think I'm going to be that for a while. Um, I can't say forever. I don't know what that's going to look like later. But Mm. the thing that changed is my shame associated with that experience. Mm. Um, You know, I previously used to just get down on myself for being sensitive, for experiencing emotions in the way that I do, um, for expressing them to other people. I just would get down on myself about it because I was taught that being sensitive, especially to this degree, is just too much Mm. or, you know, it's excessive. It's it can be annoying. It could be a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, according to other people. But the 2020 specifically showed me that that level of sensitivity is intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's something that I signed up for apparently before I was actually here because, right, you right. Know, because it's, it's in everything that I do. It's literally, it's all of my content. It's all of my connections, being sensitive, uh, being intuitive, being able to not only like show up, but you know, question when I don't show up, like, what does that, what does that mean? Where is that coming from? Mm. You know, just really, really getting into a space where I understand myself. So that's kind of long winded, but in short, 
Mm-hmm. I would say I, I am the same sensitive person, but I'm not ashamed of that experience anymore. I'm I, It's very empowering. And I know that it's for a reason. That's so beautiful. I love Thank that. Thank you. I love that so much. Your sensitivity you. is a, it's, it's a superpower and it helps. It's a gift. Yeah. It's honestly a gift and it helps you to be so much more in tune in the world and it helps you to be more confident in who you are as a person, you know? Um, And it helps you to know that like your needs are valid. Your feelings are valid and Mm -hmm. you don't have to question that. No one, no. And there's nothing that can take away from that, you know? Yes. I'm I'm definitely grateful for it. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Did you have other questions or was that? Um, I wanted to know on an emotion, an emotional level, for sure. I think we definitely covered spiritually on an emotional mm-hmm. level and um, I guess on a mental level too, how, how did 2020 affect you and what lessons did it teach you moving forward? Oh man, that's, that's great. So, um, Yes, the emotionally, I'm going to say that the lesson that is kind of still in progress, I'm not going to lie, but Mm. um, basically it's just that I cannot run from my feelings. I cannot Mm. run from them. I should not run from them. And, um, you know, they have something to teach me. So in 2020, I actually talked about this on my previous episode. There were just certain moments that were so hard to get through like mm-hmm. I really was like how am I gonna survive through this moment I feel sometimes I, I don't know about you but sometimes emotional occurrences make me feel like I'm dying with my body <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. I, I am dramatic like that we just talked about how sensitive I am but <laughs> but um seriously like there were just certain experiences that were like I can't face this and so I use certain tools to cover that and you know, you, you always get brought back to yourself, as I said earlier. So mm-hmm. you can't you can't run away from that. So the biggest lesson was not running. There's no need to run. There's no need to be afraid of these emotions that you're experiencing. You're a being who is supposed to experience this. It's, insane, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then mentally, I think the biggest lesson is that I am able like because I allowed myself to start implementing healthier coping strategies for my emotional occurrences. Um, I, you know, in those moments, I was like, I'm not going to be able to get through this. I'm, mm. I'm questioning, I'm kind of questioning my faith. I'm questioning my resiliency. And I'm like, yo, I, I made it though. Like each day that I had that difficult moment, I made it through. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you mean to tell me you're not mentally strong? I'm pretty sure that's not a, that's not a fact because mm-hmm. you did it, you know? Right. So you yeah. just showed yourself, you just proved yourself wrong about mm-hmm. being mentally weak or unable or incapable, whatever you, however you want to put it, mm-hmm. you just proved yourself wrong. So I had to have a real conversation with myself of like all of these little limiting beliefs that you're throwing out here about how you can't face your feeling that you can't get through this, this and that it's a lot because <laughs> you're, you're constantly doing it and you're finding new ways to navigate these issues so yeah it feels pretty good to say that I think this is the first time I said it out loud so thank you Carrie. oh Tyler yes I love that <laughs> I love that you are absolutely able yes and I can definitely relate for me it felt like I was drowning I felt like 
you know when you in the movies where you see someone's hand in the ocean and they're like ah! yes <laughs> that's oh, what it goodness. felt like yeah <laughs> and I was like it was going to the wave was going to take take me over and there were times it did but like you said you 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 bounce right back mm-hmm. and then you're like I can I can do this yeah yeah I also had to like stop um I guess expressing that shame on a previous emotional moment so like say for instance I have a whole breakdown today and tomorrow I'm looking back at today like uh what the heck were you doing girl like why are you doing all of that like I don't do that anymore Mm. I'm just like you know what okay that was maybe I'm still working on it by the way it's in progress like I said but Mm -hmm. I I take the time to say, okay, that might have felt a little embarrassing, but why does that feel embarrassing? Mm. Why does it feel embarrassing to express exactly how I feel in a moment? You know, I I wasn't mean to anybody in that expression. I wasn't, you know, being toxic. I wasn't, Mm. you know, I wasn't harming anyone else. Why is it not okay for me to express myself like that? It is. That's the answer. It is. It (laughs) is. It's absolutely okay. (laughs) And the right people will be able to hold space for that absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah I'm thankful I really am it's mm-hmm. been now that I'm like really talking about the different things that I've learned in 2020 it's like wow girl you really did some stuff like, right right <laughs> if we really take so. a t- take some time to look back at it like so many deep and beautiful and scary truths all of it like there was so much that we learned in this time right this time of and I think this time was a great time to just release go like you said go inward um Mm -hmm. and a lot of people it's scary to do that if that's not something that you're used to and I think that on the collective level uh I can understand why people are freaking out about Mm -hmm. the isolation and stuff like that because you hear it a lot when people are like I don't want to sit alone with my thoughts I don't need to sit alone with my thoughts like I don't want to do that and that's a scary thing to hear all of it and then to learn mm-hmm. and then to learn different ways to calm your mind and all those that's a that's a daunting process at, in the beginning but practice makes yeah. perfect and and everything this whole this whole journey is learning from your mistakes and doing better and in and then building on that and then learning again and doing better and building on that and there's no shame in doing that absolutely mm-hmm. yeah i'm here for it you know like i said it's a it's a constant practice like implementing practices and just kind of being aware awareness is honestly the key to everything I yeah <laughs> like so in order to much make, yeah seriously like in order <laughs> to start changing anything even just the way you feel about yourself you have to become aware of the thoughts and habits that make you feel a certain way about yourself mm-hmm. like you have to start somewhere so you know I'm just, I'm grateful for safe spaces. I'm thankful to be in a position where I'm trying to build safe spaces. Right, right. You know, I'm really thankful that I'm talented with everything that I have. And I just was provided with everything that I have so that I can do this work Mm because it means the world to me. Like, yeah, I'm trying to make this my everything, you know, Mm -hmm. so. And your sensitivity was, like you said, it was already built in for you to do this work. Exactly. And I'm trying to tell you, it's something I, still even to this day have moments of like okay were you a little too sensitive in this moment it's like mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a such thing we'll see but mm-hmm. <laughs> but no it's it's always about just being mindful too I mean I've I've started to look at the way my sensitivity is expressed and not in a sense of like let me tone it down but you know just for my own ability to navigate better like okay what would be a better reaction in this moment like mm-hmm. what's going to actually help me move on mm-hmm. instead of 
let these feelings fester and not really serve me. You yes, know? yes, absolutely. Because yeah. then, then it becomes the scariness and, and I can't do it and all of that. Mm-hmm. Once you once you suppress and repress and and push down, it's like a pressure cooker. It'll come back up and it'll come up when you don't want it to. So. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so I'm telling you, <laughs> allow allow yourself to ride the wave. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is awesome. You are awesome, Carrie. You, you too, to Tyler. <laughs> you too. Thank, Thank you so you. much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and energy. Um, I would love for you to just drop off. I'll put it in my show notes as well, but just drop off a little spiel about where people can find you and um, just let us know how we can support you moving forward. Absolutely. So you can find me at Carrieisms. Everywhere on social media is Carrieisms. That's K-E-R-R-I-I-S-M-S. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I'm on Pinterest. I'm like literally anywhere that you can find some social media. I'm on there. I'm also on Clubhouse, but I'm still moving into that, getting getting my I'm still working on that because I'm like, Lord, if I have another app that I got. <laughs> no, I ooh, felt that. Felt that. <laughs> when they when I heard about Clubhouse, I was like, no. <laughs> Yo, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too and I'm, I'm it's taking me some time we are yes, literally on the same like, wave there I'm like okay I'll do it I'll do it because <laughs> I'm like I don't want to resist you know but I'm everywhere yeah. that you can find me I'm on Carryisms. you can also go to my website uh, carryisms.co which is pretty much the hub for everything so you can go there check me out uh, all of my all of my uh, content or ways to find my content will be on there um, I have a book that's coming out that I'm still working on. It's called Requited. And uh, you can sign up to my newsletter to get a sneak peek of the book. Um, I also have a podcast that Tyler was a guest on. Yay! Uh, it's called <laughs> Carriism Speaks. I've had this podcast for a while and I relaunched it this year. So I'm really excited to pursue that. So you can definitely go and listen to the latest episodes on Carriism Speaks. So yeah. Yes, like I said, I will definitely have this information in the show notes as well. But it has really been a pleasure. Seriously, we are excited to support you and just super excited to see where you're headed because I know it is something beautiful, somewhere beautiful. Absolutely. And the feeling is so mutual. I'm so proud of the work that you're doing. And I'm so happy that we got to cross paths in this way, first on Twitter um, and getting to know each other. I really love this this. this uh, relationship we have that's budding and growing I really appreciate it and I love that you know I have someone in my corner to support me on my spiritual journey and you definitely have someone in me too so thank you so much Tyler oh how sweet thank you no this means a lot to me it's been great so like I said we are going to definitely have you get some follows some support because you know you're doing amazing work so Definitely want to spread the word about that. And again, just thank you for your time and energy. It is much appreciated. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your weekend. Please get some rest. You know, have fun. You too. You too. I know I'm tired. <laughs> All right. I'm sure we'll collaborate again soon in yes. some way. So y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. Peace. Thank you, Tyler. Take care. Thanks. <laughs>